0: Well, I first came to know Dana Smith through a painting he did of Lou Whitney. And so let's hear about his involvement in the St. Louis music scene and how he came to make that famous painting or famous to me anyway, DaleWileyShow.com. Because there was something in the water in Springfield, Missouri. Hey, don't forget me, I'm Brenda Lee and we're all gonna have fun tonight on Ozark Ghibli.
1: Welcome to the Missouri Music Podcast, hosted by music fan and the founder of Slewfit Records, Mr. Dale Wiley. Hey,
0: Dana, are you here?
1: I am here. How are you, Dale?
0: Well, I'm doing great. So tell me before we get started you're Dana Smith and you've had a long time involvement in St. Louis music. Would
1: that be correct to say? Um well somewhat um in various ways, yes, okay, well, tell me about them um well, let's see <laughs> um about uh about twenty years ago or so um after okay. I lived here for a couple of years, um I was in various bands and met um a lot of different people uh right in that way, and um and so from that, that's just kind of developed into um, photography, taking a lot of photos of, uh, of St. Louis musicians, and then um, basing paintings off of those photographs.
0: Um, yes, and that's how I first came to know you was a photograph you took of Lou Whitney.
1: Oh yes, uh, yes, uh, Lou Whitney. Yes, uh, I loved Lou Whitney. He was uh, phenomenal, <laughs> and I and I well, know so you. Well, so tell knew- me about him. Um. Well, let's see. I probably first heard of Lou uh, when I lived in uh, southern Illinois in the mid-90s. Okay. Um, and I'm, I was only 20 years old or so, so I know he had done so many things before then. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, but that the first time I heard of him, I was uh, writing for uh, the, the weekly paper down there in Carpendale called Nightlife and i was doing um cd reviews people would send okay. in the ba- bands would send in re- you know cds to ha- have reviewed and sure. a band called uh a band called drench sent in a cd okay and, um, and i and it was it was great i loved the cd i thought it was so good it was like one of the best cds um i had gotten there since i had started uh-huh. writing and so um i did a little review of it and i interviewed them and they were super nice guys and it was uh, there was a uh female in it as well as husband wife duo. And, okay. um, but the, the producer was Lou Whitney. They had recorded it in Springfield. Okay. And so that, that just kind of stuck in the back of my head and, um, for years. And then when I finally moved to St. Louis, um, I remember, uh, a friend of mine, um, Steve Carousello saying, Hey, this great, yes. this great band from Springfield's coming. You, you got to check them out. They're going to go to Frederick's.
0: Ah. Frederick's Music
1: Lounge, and um, we we lived in that neighborhood. It was right down the street, and we we're always going down there. And uh, so I was like, "Oh, I have to meet Lou Whitney." He said, "Lou Whitney's in the band." Yes. Like, oh, I, I I gotta meet him. I, I I've heard of this guy. I gotta meet him. Right. And um and I think it was the Skeletons who played that time. This would have been like two thousand or two thousand and one or something. Okay. And um and afterwards I went up to him and just like kind of introduced myself just very shyly and, and uh, shook his hand and everything and he was so nice he was so open and he talked about the sessions he knew all about them he remembered the band Yes and I was just blown away by him and um and so a- after after that every single time you know whether it was the whichever band he was in um, right. <laughs> I you would had make many a point bands. many names Yes and um <laughs> I'd always make a point to go see him, and um, and I think the last time was uh, probably off Broadway, and okay. it was, uh, maybe ten years ago, or 0- 07, 08 or something. Okay. And I, and I think the band was um, the Rugs. Okay. Yes. And um, and he was, I mean, he was just he was firing all cylinders. He, you wouldn't know that this guy, you know, was as old as he was. He was just right kill, <laughs> killing it. And he and he was like definitely. a giant. He was huge, and um and I so I snapped a few photos from that, and then I ended up doing a painting of uh of uh, from one of those photos, and it's I still have it. And it's one of my favorites. Yes, definitely. And so,
0: tell me, what are the favorite photos you've taken?
1: Um, oh wow. There's um, let's see. Well, probably the ones that I've done the most paintings from uh would be uh Jason Hutto. Okay. Uh he was in a few bands, the Phonocaptors and um which was a, a big band around that time. And um I've done a lot of paintings uh of him from that. And um there's a there's a really good a, a, a electronic noise artist um Eric Hall that I've done a lot of from from photographs. Okay. Those are probably my favorites. Uh, Mark Stevens who was in the Highway Matrons. Um, All right, and he's still active in in some bands, and um, but there there's it, it's difficult to pin pinpoint because I I go through these cycles where I I'll take something maybe randomly and then I'll I'll become right. obsessed with it and, and yes. do it, and then sometimes I kind of run out of of new stuff and I'll just I still have a ton of photographs that were printed that I never even have gone through and I'll just go through <laughs> some old ones.
0: Well. So, so now I guess what I need to know is what informs you? Does art, does art inform the music or does music inform the
1: art? Oh, wow. That's a, I would say the music informs the art. uh, Okay. In in a couple different ways. Um, Mainly to, to start with the image. It's usually of a musician or. And it's usually St. Louis uh, artists, right. musicians, uh, but then also the environment, whether it's the venue or bar or an old building. Um, yes. But then when the process begins a painting, um, music plays a very important role. It kind of, it almost guides me as I'm, as I'm right. working. Um, so I, I, would, I would say the music informs the, the painting. Okay. And so now tell
0: me what's the next thing you're going to do?
1: I'm sorry, what, what next am I going to what's do? What's
0: the next thing you're going to do? Yeah, what's your next project?
1: Well, I don't, I don't really have projects. I am, I am involved in a show that's going to be um, in Dayton, Ohio, at a, at a gallery called Divisionable Projects, uh, which is curated by Jeffrey Cortland-Jones. And he's a professor at the university there. And, um, but this is a huge thing where he, he invited a ton of artists from all over the world to uh, paint on on a postcard, monochrome colors, and um, and then mail it to him. And he's gonna. The original idea was gonna. He was gonna put all these up and then have a big show. But I think now he's gonna scan them all and put them online because of the the current. Yes. Thing that's going on. That's the next project that I'm involved with. But I mean, okay. Painting is is it's a daily thing. It's a thing that um, it, that happens every day. Uh, and if it doesn't happen every day, it happens every other day. It's right. It, it's it's not a um, I don't uh necessarily work when there's projects. I I just I just finished a painting today actually of a of an abandoned building that's up the street from me, and oh, then really? tonight and tonight I'll probably start another painting. And um, <laughs> so it's it's uh it's a very uh mental project, just a a mental um process just to just to stay going and stay positive well definitely and so tell me some tips
0: with your artistic and photographic mind tell me some tips during the pandemic that you use to get to get connected
1: well um yeah that's this whole thing is so uh so bizarre and so uh, <laughs> yes such a weird thing that's happening um but what i've tried to what i've tried to do is maintain a um, a routine or a rhythm or a schedule sure and i still get up early i still shower in the morning i'll still eat breakfast i'll I'll, whether i'm working from home or not i'll still get dressed as if i'm going somewhere right um i still keep my schedule uh regardless I, i i don't i try not to get into any kind of um inactivity. still stay active still, still exercise Definitely. um ride a bike daily and just do the things um safely that that you would be doing anyway um just to maintain that kind of mental health
0: and where do you live what part of the city
1: um i live uh just uh south of downtown it's a neighborhood's called lasalle okay and, um it's just, it's it's uh it's a very tiny little thing uh, in between Soulard and downtown. Okay. Very Uh, cool. So, and it's, we're right by the river. And, uh, a lot of times I'll just uh, jet down to the river and just ride my bike for a bit and come back. I feel great. Very cool. um, Yeah.
0: So when did you, when did you first get
1: interested in the St. Louis music scene? Um, well, probably after, uh, after I lived here for a couple of years, um, I had wanted to start a band with a friend of mine who I'm originally from Cape Girardeau, and I grew up with a friend okay. of mine named Mike Cook, and he was still down in, in Jackson and Cape area, and uh, I had been living in California at the time, and he had been sending me songs he'd been writing, and um and I just I was blown away by him, and I just thought they were great, and I knew I was going to be moving to St. Louis soon, so I kept uh, kind of bugging him, hey, you need to move up here, move up here, and he finally did. <laughs> yes. And um and then we just started kind of like going out and seeing what was out there, like going to Frederick's music lounge and the way out. Sure. Club. Yes. And uh back then the high point was around. And uh, um, Right. And just to kind of you know, what is this all about? Who you know, who's all involved and and um so we met a few people and then um we started uh rehearsing and recording and just writing music and then eventually we ended up um I think it was Mike went down to Fredericks and he gave Mike he gave uh Fred a CD and uh and Fred liked it and he said yeah you guys can have uh Tuesday nights and we started playing a Tuesday night gig down there. Oh and, wow. Uh, so what was that called? Uh the band? Yes. Or, uh Cloister was called it was the band. Okay. And um and he would he basically let us do whatever we wanted on Tuesday nights just to kind of let us figure things out live and um through that that's when I started to uh kind of meet all these people and and develop all these long relationships with everyone I still know and love everyone and um that's kind of how it all started
0: well you know that's the reason why I wanted to get in touch is just I just love the photograph of Lou and I love the painting
1: you know and I just thought it'd be cool to reach out and hear from you well I appreciate that. Um that, that's uh you know when I think about it I think that f- the photo might be a few years earlier but I think the painting was done in 09 and it okay. you know it's it's you know what 11 years old or something or t- you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I can't believe that it, you know it's still there and it's and I have I basically finish these and then I wrap them up in plastic or paper and I store them away. Right. And they're just right. they're they're all down there and I, and it's, um, and I move on to the next one and it's, it's, you know, in 20 more years, it'll be interesting to see what's all there. Yeah, definitely. And so anyway, thank you for spending some time with me
0: and I'll talk to you later. com, and also
1: listen to Missouri Music Podcast and Crazy Country Hop.